This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USMCA talks on Thanksgiving menu. December vote eyed for ag labor. And USDA official talks climate sustainable intensification. Government shutdown has been averted and the USMCA on hold. Lawmakers have finished their pre-Thanksgiving work by kicking their toughest tasks until December. The Senate averted a government shutdown by clearing a continuing resolution yesterday to keep the agencies funded until December 20th. But House Democrats were unable to close out an agreement with the White House on the U.S.-Canada-Mexico agreement. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said votes on the trade pact could slip into 2020. USMCA on Chairman's Thanksgiving plate. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal said yesterday he remains hopeful that Democrats can reach a deal to move the USMCA. Speaking to reporters after meeting with Pelosi and U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer yesterday, Neal said both sides have made a lot of progress on enforcement. Take note, Neal plans to talk by phone next with Lighthizer as well as AFL-CIO President Richard Trumka. The top Republican on Ways and Means, Texas Representative Kevin Brady, told AgriPulse that Neal's discussion with Lighthizer next week would be critical. The key timetable is over the next week, Brady said, adding that Thursday's meeting was very constructive. GOP seeks tightly focused extenders. Also on the congressional to-do list for December is a tax extenders package that would renew the expired dollar-a-gallon tax subsidy for biodiesel. Brady said the House-Senate negotiations have been moving very slowly. House Republicans want a tightly focused package with reforms. It remains to be seen whether we can bridge those gaps. House Democrats put a new wrinkle in the issue this week by proposing a series of expanded green energy tax incentives that would have to be offset by revenue increases. House Dems eyed December vote on ag labor. The lead Democratic sponsor on a bill that would expand the H-2A farm workers visa program says she expected to be on the House floor in December. House Judiciary Committee approved the Farm Workforce Modernization Act on a party line vote yesterday. The bill has GOP co-sponsors, but it was a non-starter for Republicans on the committee because it would provide a path to legal society for existing workers who are undocumented. The path ahead? California Democrat Representative Zoe Lofgren, who co-sponsors the bill with Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington, told AgriPulse there would be time before the floor vote to find ways to address some issues raised during the committee debate. She didn't go into specifics, but the American Farm Bureau Federation is seeking amendments to further reform the H-2A wage rates and to limit the ability of workers to take grievances to federal court. Now keep in mind, Lofgren said there have been discussions with senators on both sides of the aisle. But a leading GOP critic of the bill, Florida Representative Ted Yoho, insists the bill is doomed and the Republican-controlled Senate. He said, quote, they've made strides to do some things that are good. The biggest thing is that it allows people who are here illegally to get a green card and then move into citizenship. This is something that has always blocked passage of immigration reform, he told AgriPulse. You can listen to the entire Yoho interview starting this Sunday on AgriPulse Open Mic. USDA officials talk climate. 
USDA has come under fire for allegedly downplaying the issue of climate change, which President Donald Trump once called a hoax. But Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sinsky made addressing climate change the focus of an address yesterday to the annual Sustainable Agriculture Summit in Indianapolis. Sinsky said it's critical for U.S. agriculture to focus on sustainable intensification as the way to increase food production while reducing carbon emissions and adapting to climate change. He said USDA will be working with the private sector to improve the metrics around credit trading programs. He also said the department plays, quote, a key role in helping farmers to become more resilient and to implement climate-smart agriculture practices. USDA aims to provide the science-based knowledge and practical information and tools to allow producers to meet region-specific challenges when it comes to climate. Now take note, Sinsky specifically cited the importance of USDA's regional climate hubs, which were formed by the Obama administration to assist farmers in climate adaptation. Spending impasse continues. The latest stopgap spending bill will keep the government funded for another month. But the House and Senate are still a long way from agreeing on spending bills for the fiscal year that started October 1. Keep in mind, congressional leaders still haven't agreed on spending levels on the individual fiscal 2020 bills. We are still hung up on what I thought we would resolve this week. A senior House GOP appropriator, Oklahoma Representative Tom Cole, said referring to those spending caps, He said, I think they can get those numbers down. I think we still have time to get the bills done by the end of the year, as he spoke with Acropulse. President Trump's demand for additional border wall remains a key sticking point in the negotiations. Ag retailers welcome new safety regs. Ag retailers are cheering a significantly scaled-down version of EPA's risk management program, which addresses the safety of chemical and industrial facilities. The Agriculture Retailers Association praised the agency's elimination of requirements to examine safer or alternative technologies, conduct post-accident third-party audits, and root cause analysis. Those changes will save the industry tens of millions of dollars with no adverse impact on safety, the ARA said. EPA said it was rolling back the Obama administration rule prompted by the 2013 West Fertilizer Explosion and Fire in Texas, in part because that blast was caused by arson instead of being an accident. FDA probes new romaine outbreak. Federal and state health officials are investigating yet another outbreak of illnesses caused by E. coli bacteria and linked to romaine lettuce. Seventeen people have gotten sick and seven have been hospitalized, according to the Centers for Disease Control. FDA said two products recalled contain romaine lettuce from the same lot. In one of the recall products, a chicken Caesar salad, FDA has identified possible farms and Salinas, California as the source. Here's today's He Said It. Food security is not only national security. It is indeed a world security issue. That Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sinsky speaking at the Sustainable Agriculture Summit about the need to address climate change. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, November 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.